Hi, I'm Haley. And I'm Becky. And this is How to Not Get Killed. Guess who's back? Back, 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 back again. again. <laughs> again. Shady's back, back, back. Tell a friend. Actually, I have a new song. I have okay. a new song. Okay, so Drew's going to love this when he's recording it. Have you watched the show Inventing Anna yet? Yeah, yeah, I finished okay. it. So there was one night me and Drew were watching it together, and back to back, these two different songs came on that are like hilarious. So the first one, I can't remember what it's called. It's probably called Man- Manifest That Shit. But it's really like, manifest, 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 manifest that shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And so like now whenever about. we're like wanting something good to happen, we're like, manifest, <laughs> manifest. <laughs> and then this Manifest one, it. <laughs> manifest that shit. But the next one, this is like the one that's become like our like theme song. <laughs> um, it's, I'm a big deal, Google me. Oh yes! Did you hear that yeah, song in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We were dying. There was like some very interesting music. Yeah, in that show. yeah. So when that <laughs> came on in the show, me and him both looked at each other and we're like, "Did she just say I'm a big deal? Google me." <laughs> and we were like, "Yeah." And then we paused it, looked up the song, played it on like the Google Home, and then like danced around. <laughs> and it's such a good song. That's amazing. And like whenever we like ask each other questions now, like I'll just be like, "I don't know. I'm a big deal. Google me," and like walk <laughs> away, like as if like that's just like our closing statement. <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. That's that's it. So. Oh yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was an interesting miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it very interesting. It was good. It was good. Apparently, she um commented on it like the real girl. Oh, and she was like, oh, I don't think I bossed people around that much. <laughs> that's like all she said. <laughs> that's all you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like she's in like custody still. I think not. Like in yeah. there, I, I was reading something where like people don't know where she is. Like she was supposed to be released, but then. They, they said yeah. something about ICE coming to get her, which yeah. is like, inter- I can't remember what it stands for, international something. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. It's, it's about her being like deported mm-hmm. because she overstayed her visa while she was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doesn't that suck? <laughs> and, and then apparently they're like, her lawyer couldn't get a hold of her. And then someone was like, oh, like, I think she's in LA. And then some, like, and then apparently, no, she's still in the same place where she was in prison but like just in she's been released but she's still there and then someone else thought she was in europe and i'm like man this girl's at it again (laughs) she's doing it again she probably is i mean i wouldn't be surprised yeah i feel like if you live that way for so long like you're a con artist for like most of your adult life it's your personality it's your way of life now it yeah you don't really know how to do anything else you know yeah and if if you're other skills yeah and uh, unfortunately (laughs) if you're good at it it's working for you like whatever some of the shit in she that was, show yeah she was living lavishly. i was like is it really could... that easy well that's what i was thinking <laughs> why why was my dumb ass like should i be doing this no no seriously <laughs> i was like oh i can just give my credit card to a hotel yeah, and then like, rack but daddy will pay stuff, for it <laughs> and then just like cancel the credit card and run away like yeah you know i i mean i know that's not exactly what she did but it's just sort of like i i never thought yeah. about the fact that when you go to pay for a hotel you don't get charged until you leave for the most part like sometimes you have to put a deposit but there are lots of hotels where they just want a credit card on file and then you but, don't get charged until you've like checked out i've had that happen many times yeah yeah not every hotel does it but but some places do true and so i'm like well so yeah. then what if you just you're like i'm checking out bye and then <laughs> bye and then they're like oh wait your credit card and you're like yeah, already no, like, daddy's gonna deal with it literally just in the wind <laughs> <laughs> you are the wind <laughs> yeah uh, 
yeah. I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'm just saying she She's made it gonna look really it. easy. They did make it look like suspiciously easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Do you want to just start like living large, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you know what? Honestly, I like my cozy small life. I'm not... I li- I like the option of being a PI more than being a con artist, yeah. you know? So it's like if I'm going to pick a life. Yeah. That one seems cooler to me. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. I'm still in it's a if different you're in. different yeah. kind of risk. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> 80 bucks. 80 bucks. That's <laughs> a it. A couple Just, people messaged me about that too. I it's know. like, "Oh, you're going to be PI." Yeah. Bucks. Do you have the funds? You're doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to wait till payday. Got to wait. I mean, really short on cash over here. <laughs> And like we said, I think there's something, there's so, a little more, more to it. Yeah. There's, there's at least a little bit more to it. I would hope so. I'd hope so. Because if you, if you really do just pay that, then like anybody can do it and like legally investigate you. Yeah. Like you just like stalk someone and be like, no, but I'm a PI. Yeah. It's okay. I'm watching this person change just for like investigative work. It's totally fine. I'm a <laughs> PI. Right? Yeah. If that was the case, then every creepy stalker would just become PIs. Yeah, they'd let some loony yeah. like us become a PI. Like, Honestly, yeah, they? they, yeah, we should not be. No, I, I, no, I am agreeing with you. I don't think we should. I think I don't think we should be allowed, but I want to be one. I see. Like, I feel like I'm so narcissistic that like I should be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I should be allowed. <laughs> I'm just you'd kidding. Be, I'm kidding. You'd be very good at it, though. I don't think. Would I? I don't think I would be very good at it. Would I be? <laughs> I'd be sitting there. I'd be like scoping out like whatever a suspect in, you know, I'd be sitting in my, I'm, I'm picturing like someone perched with like binoculars and whatever. That's what and then I'd be like, it. oh, it's been six and a half minutes. I'm hungry. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever I watch like, you know, detective shows, if that's what they're called. And they're just like sitting in their car eating like fast food. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> like, I don't want to do the work. I just want to sit there and eat French fries. <laughs> like, yeah. You, to, you just want to do a stakeout. That's, yeah. I think that's really what you Honestly, want to do. You really, want to do a stakeout. Okay, stakeouts would be so fun. I'd be That would be so fun. Good. And then I, whenever I hear so the excited. word stakeout, I think of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Stake me out tonight. <laughs> I don't want to go till we catch this guy. Oh, I think I sang a, it wrong. Such a good show. So good. So Way yeah. off topic already. Way off topic already. Yeah, this actually isn't even about crime at all, this no. episode. And first, we, we do want to apologize. We understand we're like a day or two late. Family emergencies happen. And they delayed us quite significantly this week. So my and apologies. Next week. Next week will be a couple days late as, as well. well. So I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, yeah. And Becky yeah. and I are trying to plan better yeah. for the future. But it's just been, we've had to move our recording yeah. dates a few times. And sometimes life happens. So we yeah. apologize, but we hope you all understand. Yeah. We honestly, I can't imagine life hitting any harder than it already has the last few weeks. And mm-hmm. if so, holy shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, all's good. We're trucking through and we're just gonna be a couple days late this week and next week and next and week. And then we'll be back on track. No and patrons, we will make it up to you. We promise we have some stuff planned. Oh yes, we do. So don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. You're still getting your bonus episode. Don't worry. And possibly don't come at me. And possibly a second bonus episode. Maybe I don't know. Maybe these things. I'm not the one in charge. Like there's a rumor. I've yeah. heard scuttlebutt. Is that even the word? Because Drew gets mad every time I say scuttlebutt for like gossip. I I don't know. I always thought it was. I I've never. I think it's because Michael that. Scott says it in one of the episodes. Oh, does he? Yeah. Um, 
I'm not remembering. He's always that. like, oh, what's the scuttlebutt? So that's why I say it. But <laughs> sounds, with the way you did that, now I'm like, ah, oh, Michael Scott. <laughs> ah, uh, yes. there, you, there, ah he is. there he is, live in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say, yes, it's scuttlebutt, is whatever you want it to be. Okay, it's scuttlebutt. Okay. That's gossip? Yeah, like okay. yeah, rumors, gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, scuttlebutt. so the scuttlebutt is. Scuttlebutt. There might be a second bonus episode. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I could be lying. I don't know. I I could be a filthy liar. You guys would never know. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So, so yeah, yeah, this one, actually, this is going to be, it's looking like this is going to be a two-parter, guys. I Um, think so. I think so. It wasn't planned to be, but the episode I'm doing today is The Exorcism of Roland Doe, which some of you might know is the 13-year-old boy from the 40s who underwent... A series of exorcisms and then in the 70s an author wrote a book called the exorcist and then there was a movie that was made and, and then it just is, spiraled out of control from there literally <laughs> spiraled but this but uh, the exorcist is all based on this case and the interesting thing about this one in particular is that i think pr- probably because this is probably why william peter blatty was able to to write a book so kind of a lot of there's a lot of similarities um but the one of the priests that was involved was asked by the archbishop to keep a diary of the entire thing okay so you can find this online there's like a transcript i'm gun stuff i did (laughs) i found it ah shit Um, you beat me to it i'll send it to you (laughs) okay cool. um i also watched there's a documentary on discovery plus um called the exorcism of roland doe it came out like it's pretty recent i think it came out like a two or three years ago yeah so they speaking also, of which i gotta cancel my account and jump on yours i got charged this week and i was like oh shit yeah, no, no, no cancel it i know i know it is only five dollars i'll so. share it with i'll share it with you because luke doesn't watch anything on it because it's all paranormal and true crime <laughs> and i'm sitting there like yeah <laughs> our, our so home page is gonna be screwed yeah. up yeah oh yeah it's a problem there's other stuff too there's like food and like dating oh, stuff i'm like no well, food yeah like but also crime crime blood and gore ghosts yeah demons i've watched diamonds i've watched <laughs> i've watched a lot already yeah it's good there's, it's there's good. a lot of good stuff on there and it's super cheap it's like 5.99 yeah yeah just saying i'm not we're, they're not a sponsor know, i wish they, they should were a sponsor. you know what i'm gonna hit them up they're on my list we're gonna we're i'm gonna reaching out them. i'm gonna Guys, do it true crime fans there's yeah. so much true crime paranormal stuff on there 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 is like it's borderline too much it's insane and honestly from like here on out the next few episodes that i personally have planned I've done my research from watching some of the documentaries on there. Mm-hmm, I know. So I'll yeah. link them and then that way you can go watch them after. Yeah. Or yeah. Go, so or if you before, guys, whatever. If you guys want to watch this one, yeah. it's, I think, I believe it's called just the exorcism of Roland Doe. Um, and cool. there are lots of inter- people that are interviewed, like historians and people that have studied it. And um, they're like, they have a couple priests, like not the ones that did this. Cause this was 1948. <laughs> um, I don't think they'd still be alive. No, most of them. No. And so, uh, yeah, but they have a couple of priests that they interview yeah. who are like priests who do exorcisms. Like that's their job. So it's kind of cool. Interesting job. I know. I know. Like, what are your qualifications? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I can't speak for certain cause he didn't talk about how he got into it, but I would imagine that if you're becoming a priest, I, I don't think very many priests go into it being like, I want to be an exorcist. But I think once you get into no, it, no, I honestly, I you think some people do fucking disagree there. Cause I, cause it sounds like, like almost like, no, like a lot of priests don't want to do it, but you gotta know, you gotta know that you're going to have to do an exorcism or two. I feel like if I were to ever become a priest or priestess, I don't know what you would call me, but 
<laughs> priestess. I like that. Isn't that the term? I mean, yeah, I just didn't know that women could be priests. I don't know. In the Catholic Church. Like in other um, Christian religions, I, like I know that you can't. But like the Catholic erased. Church, I'm pretty sure they're like no go no, on women. We do not deal with no, women. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. They are beneath. <laughs> but the female word yeah. for yeah, that would be priestess. Yeah. But I just I don't. It sounds very like I don't know mythical to me. Yeah, priestess. Priestess. I'm a priestess. But so you were I, saying if you I, were a priestess? Oh, I'd only do it so that I could scream the power of christ compels you well if you do like one or two that's different but this priest was like it sounded like that's like all he does and like once we get into this okay you'll kind of understand what i mean when i say it sounds exhausting i believe it i would not want to do it as a full-time gig no maybe you, maybe like one a year <laughs> just to do keep like, things do they interesting pay, do they pay good <laughs> <laughs> probably not do you donate a lot of money to churches no <laughs> I know I'm going straight to hell, but no. Yeah, you got to pay to get into heaven. It's yeah, it's facts. That is factual, yeah. right? Yeah, that makes sense. Costs something. Costs both my arms and legs. That's oh, for sure. Costs, but <laughs> something. Something. At least one donation. So, I don't. I donate to other stuff. There, I'll do that. Yeah, me too. I donate all the time. Me too. Me too. I'm a good person. <laughs> Crushing my like morality. me crying. <laughs> Okay. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Yeah. After we get through this, I'll ask you at the end if you want to do an exorcism. Okay. We'll maybe we'll, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Because I even said I would do one or two. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't want to do, I don't want to be a part of any of this shit. Okay. (laughs) Um, True. True. So we'll start, we'll just obviously, we'll start from the beginning. We're just going to (laughs) start. I know. We're always like, let's just start from the beginning. It's like, where else am I going to start? The middle? I'm going to start from the end and work backwards. <laughs> you should start. Yeah. Start from the middle and then just like work backwards from the middle and then we'll pick back up in the middle and then continue mm-hmm. on from there. Yeah. We'll do like a, just a time jump, you know, when you want to just mm-hmm. screw with the timeline. Yeah. Get, confuse you all. Yeah. And then usually they collect it at the end. I won't. Yeah. I'm just going to leave you asking questions. We're just, we're not even going to clarify anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Start from the beginning. Go. So... <laughs> <laughs> so Roland Doe is a pseudonym. It's not his real name. Okay. They didn't use his real name in even in the transcript of the diary that I found. It was just R, like an initial for R. Okay. I did find his real name. It's out there now, but from 1948, I think, until the late 90s or early 2000s, he was Roland Doe because it just people just didn't want him having to deal with the attention of yeah and of all fair. of this that's fair especially then in the 70s when the mm-hmm. movie and everything yeah. came out whatever um it just even one of the guys in the documentary said one of the historians he's like i would just never release his real name because i just don't he's passed now yeah but, but it's still kind of like out of respect you yeah. can't you can find it if you want to it's not that hard to find but to. i'm just going to use roland doe because that's yeah what they use. and it's also a fun name because it's like roland doe I know. I keep thinking of Roland from like yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh and I just watched the episode where the where they where Roland like introduces himself as Roland. <laughs> and I like it's my favorite thing. He's like, Hi, yes, I'm Roland. <laughs> and it's just too good. It's so good. Uh, I've just been having it on all the time in the yeah. background of my life. And it's it's <laughs> always the background of my life. So good. And then I restarted The Good Place last night. If you haven't watched it, oh, nice. that, like, I have seen The Good Place. Oh it's good. everybody needs to watch it. It's, it's so good. good. I love it. I love it. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm getting on, a, on yeah. a less sunny side. Let's, let's get into this exorcism. Let's, do this. let's go straight to the bad place. So Roland Doe was a 14 year old boy. He lived in Cottage City, Maryland, with his parents. 
he was described as high energy, sometimes troublesome or hyper, uh, but he wasn't necessarily a bad student or anyone that got into like any sort of serious trouble. He was very close with his aunt Tilly, who lived in St. Louis. And um, when he would go to visit her, she, I guess, had very strong beliefs in spiritualism. And she taught him how to use a Ouija board. Of course. Always, always a good idea. Classic. Always teach children how to use Ouija boards. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And uh, so January 15th, 1949 is where we are in in time. This is kind of where it all starts. So Roland's mother starts to hear scratching noises inside the walls of their house they naturally kind of think that it's rats or something at first so they you know but they bring someone in like an exterminator or something and they don't really find anything and the scratching kind of continues as well as i guess some noises that sounded like dripping water okay which again sounds like something that your your household would just make that's a house noise but as it went on and they had people looking at the house and they couldn't find anything she started to think like something sinister weird you know like maybe the house is haunted yeah or something i love just being like something sinister something is happening sinister. here sinister <laughs> like something. that ethan hawk movie uh, you guys <laughs> couldn't see it but every time Haley said sinister she just squinted a lot <laughs> <laughs> i like that you did it thinking everyone could see you too it's like yeah so something my mischievous face and sinister my high face <laughs> It's so true. Um, yeah, it it's is. accurate. Immediately. My <laughs> eyes are slit. <laughs> They're just closed. <laughs> um, so 11 days after the scratching started, uh, Roland's Aunt Tilly passes away. And Ghosts. after the... <laughs> Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> well, after the passing, they started to hear different types of noises. So they... It's Tilly trying to scratch her way out they that's what they thought oh fuck i was kidding no no no. but i mean they were just like they this is a bit weird but they started to hear noises that sometimes sounded like a like marching troops that's in, weird in like his bedroom or something like they'd be sitting on his like bed and it's loud. and they're like that yeah and it was really loud and they're like that's weird but then the scratching and everything and like all these weird little the smaller noises they thought it might be aunt tilly even though i'm just gonna point out it did start before she passed so okay okay, okay that okay. would be my sort of i'd be skeptical yeah. but they would do things like oh aunt tilly is that you knock three times if that's you and okay. and then they would hear three knocks no well okay I mean, we've talked about this before when you entertain the demons, they're going to just, well, they're tricksters. So they're going to be like, I'm Aunt Tilly. <laughs> Those are... tricks are for kids. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, they are. Well, trick or treat. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're like, Aunt Tilly, is that you? And the demon's like, he, he, he. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, <laughs> one, two, three. And then they're like, oh, it's Antilly. Um, but they they continued to hear weird noises. And then, like, other things started to happen. So, like, dishes started to move around the kitchen. Like, and- okay, when you say move around, I need to know, are they, like, levitating and floating? There's no levitation yet. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. There will be some levitation or just, like, here. relocating. Have you, wait, can I ask you before yes. we continue? Have you seen the original Exorcist? I want to say yes. I can't remember right now. Okay. I'm pretty sure that is the first horror movie I watched with my dad. Okay. But I, I have, just like, like really foggy young. memories. Yeah. I had never seen it until I was in my fourth year of university and i took uh one of my 
film classes was they did different genres every year and Mm. that year was horror cinema you can imagine how excited i was oh yeah you shit your pants i know (laughs) (laughs) i saw the news (laughs) and one of the obviously one of the movies we watched was the original exorcist yeah it's like a classic and um that was the first time i saw it and even i will say even as a like fourth year university student so i would have been like 22 at the time Mm -hmm. it was shocking Okay, maybe like, I haven't it seen was, it. <laughs> it was very shocking. Like, I remembered my par- our parents' generation talking about, like, The Exorcist was, yeah. like, the scariest movie ever made. I remember yeah. one of our, like, one of my teachers in high school, I can't remember if you had him, I'll ask you after, because I just don't want to say his okay, name fair, on okay. here. Okay, I, me, me, I'm, like, waiting. <laughs> um, but he was one of the biology teachers, and I okay. remember him talking about The Exorcist and, like, her face and how they did it all up, like, when yeah. she was possessed. And he was like, I had nightmares for weeks, for weeks and yeah. he's like i even when i see like a flash of it in like it, you know i don't know like i think he was talking about the oscars and they did you know when they do like throwbacks to like yeah. all the best picture nominees or something like that yeah and he's like i saw like, like a flash. three second flash of it and he's like all those emotions just came back to me. like it Maybe scarred he, yeah. a generation yeah oh yeah my dad was the same way like he like still says like he's terrified of it yeah luke's, yeah. luke's dad also yeah. like i remember he yeah. saw it in theaters and my was, dad's like, also traumatized. a huge baby when it comes to scary stuff so but apparently <laughs> apparently people were like fainting in this in the movie theaters and, like, i could also see my dad stuff just like that fainting. you know yeah. <laughs> just, yeah because but but i remember being like well it's old older scary movies aren't like they don't usually scare us that much or whatever but yeah. watching it it feels like, yeah, you can kind of put yourself in that mindset in 1970, I think it was 75 when it came out, somewhere mm-hmm. in the 70s, or se- no, it was 73, and um, the, no, no one had ever seen anything no. like that, no. and if I'm watching it in like the 2000s and being like, this is jarring even for me, yeah, I can understand why it scarred so many people, because yeah. at least, I mean, we've seen a lot of weird, like, messed up yeah shit in horror movies with the whole torture porn phase and saw and now and you all can that even, stuff and now unfortunately with like the way the internet works you can like watch like real life there's shit some that's like aggressive images out there yeah, yeah that will fuck you up but like we've yeah. we're exposed to a lot of that because of it's just all in the media now yeah. and there's a lot of we're like desensitized violent now. tv yeah. shows and all of that we're a bit desensitized and i was even like wow this is shocking i'm gonna this yeah is, i'm gonna yeah. watch it it's good it's it's very good okay um so yeah i just wanted to ask you if you have it's not like super fresh in my memory because that was Mm -hmm. still probably six years ago Mm -hmm. but i want to rewatch it with you okay yeah let's do that because if i did see it i was like a baby yeah we should a (laughs) A (laughs) baby yeah which like (laughs) also i can't say the word baby normally (laughs) no you can't say it regular no which now that i'm thinking about i should probably give my dad a call and ask him why he would let me watch that at such a young age (laughs) that i can't like even remember it (laughs) yeah that's mess yeah no wonder i used to wet my bed so often (laughs) like jesus christ oh man oh yeah news is out guys (laughs) hopefully you won't wet your bed after you watch it again but Uh, (laughs) There was one movie in particular I remember I watched with my dad and and I went to bed and I was like way too old to be wetting the bed. And I literally in the middle of the night I woke up and I was like, okay, I beat the bed. And he was just like, I know you should have watched that movie. And I was like, you wanted to watch it with me. Do you remember me. what movie it yes, was? Yes. It was Secret Window with Johnny Depp. <gasps> oh yeah. And as soon as I saw the dog. My dad looked at me and he was, I saw him shake his head as almost now that I'm remembering as if he knew I was going to piss myself. <laughs> he just knew. He's like, I know what's he coming. He's like, I don't even care that there's dead people in it. But the second she saw that dog, it is going to be me changing the sheets tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so that's what happened. 
<laughs> so that's what happened. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> that's that's my origin story. That's why I am the way that I am. Well, go on. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll watch The Exorcist when we're sleeping at your place one time. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into like a crinkly bed, like <laughs> like in Shit's in Creek. Creek. I know. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it eight times yeah. in this episode. It's, it's so just, applicable. It's so applicable. It, it, yes. Go on. You know what? Let's so, get back to it. Let's get back to it. So okay. So, so I'll reference certain things in here that I remember in the movie and stuff. But okay. there, yeah, there's quite a few similarities. It's not uh, obviously the movie very. It was very Hollywood yeah. version of this. But um. So where was I? So. Roland's mother basically the the noises and stuff got worse there was we were on levitation that's where we were talking about yep the there was no levitation yet but there will be okay dishes were moving around like I'm assuming on the counter or or something like, like shifting shifting or you put something somewhere and then it's somewhere you turn else. around and it's somewhere else and so and then um Roland's bed would start moving at night Ooh. so it would start shaking Mm-hmm. And like his mouth, like basically so much that his mattress would be like bouncing off of the bed frame. Interesting. Which like when you imagine that the image is, seems hilarious. It's but, funny. Yeah. <laughs> like I was it's reading, also- it's like the bed, the mattress was bouncing and that the headboard was banging against the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, you're like, that's funny. Okay. That's funny. Um, you know what though? When you're in, that would be terrifying. When you're in a scenario like that, it wouldn't be funny. No, it'd be terrifying. I, there was this, um, like anti-anxiety medication I took in high school and like they had told me specifically, like, once you take it, just go to bed. Don't like stay up and like watch TV or anything like that. And like one night I had taken it and then I started reading a book, like kind of forgetting that I needed to just like turn the light off and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And like about after like half an hour, I know my bed wasn't actually moving, but I felt like the whole bed was rocking. And I literally was like, call the fucking police like something's happening oh i would lose it and i, I, I freaked it. out so i like stood up and had to like run because i was just like scared but like mm-hmm. it was all in my head so it's, it's or was scary. it or was it Da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> you guys probably think i'm fucked now <laughs> like everyone's listening like she oh wets the gosh. bed her bed's shaking <laughs> like but i don't i don't still Becky. wet the bed guys just so you know that ended a long time ago yeah, i need she to clarify in like a year <laughs> it's been like a couple of weeks guys i'm really proud of myself uh, so i don't know why am i telling the most embarrassing I'm, stories about myself today i'm i'm honestly shocked that roland wasn't pissing himself at this point so yeah. you know good on him he has one up on that me. doesn't come until later <laughs> okay. but oh, okay <laughs> no, no seriously okay okay ah shit um, this is starting to sound a lot like my life 1948 i'm just trying to think i think he 1948 would have... yeah that sounds like when you were born <laughs> no i'm like oh could he have died no he died after you were born so oh no, shit can't okay. be reincarnated or anything maybe when the spirits left him they entered me we're gonna get to that there's okay. a theory there's a theory it's not about you though okay because <laughs> you... this is 1948 <laughs> okay nine sorry okay 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 but anyways so his his bed was moving and um he would sometimes wake up in the night screaming and in seizure like fits shit yeah so um one night he even woke up and his bed was thrashing back and forth that's a strong word and he was hearing a very deep menacing voice in his room in the morning they found scratch marks on the mattress and by the end of february because this was starting to happen every single night from the middle of the middle of january is when the scratches started okay but i think for almost a month now these things are happening every night by the end of february 
Roland was waking up with scratch marks, like looking like claw marks on his body. That's fucked. Yes. So there were even neighbors that reported at this time, I guess, hearing yelling and noises coming from the house at night. So there were like rumors in the, na- in the neighborhood that started to like swirl. Like domestic dispute kind of things. Yeah. Abuse. Or just something yeah. horrific happening there. Yeah. There were things that even happened while he was at school. Oh, so no, some of his sucks. classmates would see like his desk moving or papers like flying off of his desk like just Whoa. into the air and stuff and his teacher would just turn around and think he was like like a class messing clown. around yeah. yeah that he was doing it for attention um so he eventually he had to stop going to school altogether oh because he was continuing to become like depressed and anxious and exhausted and the and kids were probably like making fun was, of him and stuff yeah i mean you can imagine he was 14 so yeah. that would be hard so as things got worse uh, Roland's family decided to have him examined by a psychiatrist. So they took him to various psychiatrists and psychologists and they couldn't find anything wrong with him. They said he was completely normal, maybe a bit high strung or anxious, but they couldn't find anything wrong at all. They eventually reached out to their local minister. And I guess he was apparently very interested in parapsychology. Mm-hmm. So he was speculating like, well, it could be poltergeists in the home so why don't you and this i mean i don't know it's the 40s so i don't want to speculate too much but this seems weird to me but anyways he said why don't you bring roland to my house and he'll stay overnight at my house Uh, yeah so anyways that that wasn't like a. I know i I don't know yeah i don't want to be that person all the other priests would like come to roland and this priest was like why don't you even come and sleep in my house? Make sure I don't you bring know. your PJs. We're going to have a slumber party. Like, I don't want to be and that person. And they slept in the same room. And he was, so he could observe this nightly behavior and things like that. Okay. I know. It seems creepy to me, but yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't like that. Don't like that. The account basically says that he went and, um, as soon as they turned off the lights, the bed that Roland was sleeping in started moving the way it normally would. It was like bouncing up and down and stuff. So then... <laughs> <laughs> then the priest is like why don't you go sit in that chair over there instead so the bed will stop moving and then the chair obviously starts moving yeah and it literally like tips over with roland in it uh-huh. and then so they put a mattress on the floor and so he can sleep in a mattress on the floor and the mattress starts sliding around oh, the room and he's probably just hanging and on he's trying hanging to sleep. on to it <laughs> and, and it slides under the bed and it starts bouncing up and down so it's, he's hitting his face on the bottom of the bed frame oh my god apparently one of the sheets like lifted itself up and smacked the priest in the face well that's what he gets for being a creeper who wants to have an underage kid sleep in his bedroom i had to say it <laughs> seriously like, i don't That's know what you get <laughs> like some very weird things being very, reported here very so many weird. different types of questionable things <laughs> so happening many. so um, many issues so so that's the, so that's that <laughs> the reverend basically was like well he also observed scratches on roland's body appearing during this night and it, i i think he stayed over a couple of nights and after this point excessive i think the first ones yeah, probably yeah. did the trick wouldn't you look at that and be like whoa that's terrifying yeah. get this kid out of my <laughs> house <laughs> i'd be like get the fuck out yeah. leave immediately well what he says is so roland and his parents were uh lutheran so okay. he's the their pastor said maybe you should go and talk to a catholic priest because i guess i don't know if this still stands today but he was saying at least back then in the 40s catholic priests are more experienced with like 
possession and like exorcisms and things like that if that's where it's leading to yeah he was like i can't help you i wonder why that is but okay. I, yeah yeah i wonder why that is too i don't know if it's something to do with like the roman catholic church and i'd like their... to hear from someone who's like really like educated in like the different religions yeah, yeah and that's cause... why i don't know if that still stands i don't know if maybe yeah. there's pastors today that have like studied yeah the, these practices and now in all sects of christianity there's there's people that are experienced in it but maybe back then it was just catholics i don't know but he was basically yeah. like you should go and talk to a catholic priest like get the fuck yeah. out <laughs> get the fuck out <laughs> so the family reaches out to uh, a priest and apparently when they entered the priest's office the temperature dropped significantly this is what he's reporting mm. the first time he met roland wonky furnace the phone on the desk started sliding around and roland starts shouting profanities at the priest oh after observing some of this behavior, he thinks that Roland could be possessed or something might be going on. So he contacts the archbishop in Washington, D.C. So I don't know, like, if you also get confused about Washington, D.C. and Washington State. Yes. Okay, because I had to look it up again. I always forget. I see the For thing our American is- listeners, I'm sorry. We don't know your geography <laughs> yeah. very well. <laughs> Um, so washington dc is like the one that's right above new york it's like right on the border of um maryland and virginia okay it's like it's i think it's still technically like it looks like it's in maryland but it's not and it's its own the district of columbia is like it's i guess its own thing it's not a state though and it's like really 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 small yeah but it's not washington state it's 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 yes close to where he's living i guess it's in the same like vicinity of the state of maryland so okay then yes so he contacts the archbishop in washington dc because he thinks that roland might need an exorcism um so basically there's this was in the documentary but i couldn't find it i couldn't find anything about it in the diary that i was reading okay because basically the diary was uh, they gave an account, Father Bishop is the one that wrote it, of like the history that of the family basically secondhand reporting all the things that had okay. happened up until the point that he, Father Bishop met Roland. So he hasn't right. met Roland yet. So he's giving an account of everything that happened before where he gives like a brief summary yeah. okay. of what the family's told him. He didn't mention this part in it. So I don't know if this happened, but this was in the documentary. So right. I'll just mention it, but I don't know. It might have gotten jumbled it, somewhere. Yeah. But basically, apparently... Um, he goes back to another psychiatric hospital. They attempt to diagnose him and they, they're not successful. And then apparently there's a, there's a priest who got permission to try and give Roland an exorcism and they took him to a hospital in Washington. And as he was trying to do this, Roland was in restraints and he got free and like grabbed, uh, there was a spring sticking out from the bottom of the bed and he like stabs the priest and like he, from the from his shoulder all the way down to his wrist like sliced him open <gasps> oh. he needed to get over a hundred stitches Ew. Ew, yeah. I don't like stitches. And, and no, I know. And Ew. so that that's why I wanted to mention it cuz I'm like, well, I can't find an account of this in the diary and, and it seems pretty, pretty significant. Yeah. But I don't know for sure if maybe he just didn't liaise with that priest and didn't hear his story or something. I feel like that's I don't like know. a talking point no matter what because in the in the documentary someone who knew that priest said basically like they were like oh father hughes was never the same after that like i don't think he had i think he just dipped i think he was like i'm done i I gave him my best and uh and i got sliced in half (laughs) and i don't have an arm anymore so (laughs) so so whether that happened or not i'm not sure they just they do mention in the documentary if people end up watching it they're like why didn't she mention yeah Haley never mentioned this really really dramatic (laughs) important part um so they they go back to um 
What did I say? There was a city they were from? Cottage something. Cottage City. Oh. Cottage it, city. That's literally what it's called? It's called Cottage City. Okay. I thought yeah. you were like referring to like how we talk about like Muskoka where it's Cottage Country. Oh, it's like, No, no, no. Okay. It's literally called Cottage City, Maryland. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I know. Oh. I wonder if it looks I cottage-y. literally thought that you were just like... T- titling it that no 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 that's where he's from okay go on (laughs) so or that's where they lived so they went back and um roland continues to fall into this deeper depressive state and one day i guess his mom hears screaming because this is kind of becoming a regular thing and they find the word lewis that had been scratched into his chest lewis okay and they had been discussing what what to do obviously during this whole time and they were saying maybe we should go and see our family in st louis like maybe getting out of the house Mm -hmm. would be good for him and for all of us and then the word lewis is scratched into his chest Mm. so they didn't really know what to do they were completely at a loss but they're like maybe that means we should go i i know I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing where okay. I was like, if the devil's telling you to do something, like maybe you yeah, shouldn't don't do that. Do it. <laughs> but they, they had been considering it anyways. And they were like, well, they just, it's mm-hmm. the, it's the common belief again, that when you leave the house, that it's not going to follow you, even though he's already left the house and it's followed him. But maybe if we go farther, yeah. it won't follow us, which no, it false. doesn't usually work that way. No, if you, I've been, ex- I, yeah, I've been possessed one too many times. No, <laughs> it just does not work. <laughs> It theoretically it doesn't work. It that sounds way. great on paper. It doesn't work. So they ended up just picking everything up and going to St. Louis, and they stayed with Roland's uncle. So this house that he stayed in, his uncle's house, you can Google it. It looks exactly like the house that they did in The Exorcist. So they oh. based The Exorcist house on on, on Roland's uncle's house. uncle's house in St. Louis. So they they um. Yeah, the, on March 8th, I guess, is the day that they ended up going there. And they went to Belnor, Missouri, which is, I guess, a suburb of St. Louis. So I think it's kind of like London and like Lambeth. Okay. You know, where yeah. it's like, it's got its own name. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but it's, it's like London. still part of London. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, the disturbances didn't stop. Okay. So now Roland's, not just Roland's parents, but his aunt, his uncle, his cousins that were in the house, like they're all witnessing this too okay so um the the bed was moving a lot in the middle of the night they're hearing screaming and yelling there were objects that started levitating (sighs) and like flying around the room all of these things continued one of roland's cousins i guess was attending university in st louis and one of her professors is was father raymond bishop which is the man that ended up writing the diary so she approaches him and she's like I think there's something going on with my cousin yeah gotta check this shit do you want to come and meet him because yeah. <laughs> he's fucked <laughs> <laughs> there's something there's something weird yeah not, there's something sinister happening so <laughs> sinister sinister <laughs> and we thought we wouldn't whisper in this episode <laughs> can you hear me can you hear me <laughs> on so the, so on march 9th father bishop comes over to he said he was going to bless the house and he was gonna classic bless it. classic start honestly i'm gonna honest. bless those and then yeah. you're gonna make it angry <laughs> splash some holy water on it it's gonna be good yeah. don't fuck it's gonna worry. sizzle and burn <laughs> you'll see a little bit of steam that's okay that means it's working <laughs> <laughs> um, so he comes over to to bless the house and to observe roland um i guess he comes back a few days later he didn't really see much but he comes back a few days later 
accompanied by Father William Bowdern. Bowdern? Bowdern. I'm not sure. I'm going to say Bowdern because it's like B-O-W. And they come and they see Roland. They bring a bunch of like holy relics and things like that, like statues of different saints and crucifixes and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. The good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The good good China. Yeah, the good (laughs) China. And uh, around 11 p.m., they go downstairs to talk to Roland's family. They'd said some prayers and they placed the relics and everything. Perfect. Yeah. And um, I guess Father Bowdern had safety pinned a crucifix un- underneath Roland's pillow. So he put it no. underneath, but he put it, he attached it with a safety pin so it wouldn't fly about. Okay. But something everyone needs about. to know about safety pins is they're actually like really not safe because they're so pointy and sharp and not yeah but this is like the 40s i mean yeah. they were still people were still drinking while they were pregnant and like feeding and, their kids and whiskey driving when without they're sick. Yeah. belts and stuff <laughs> yeah safety pins they're like throw it throw it at that Just baby they'll play with dirt it on it it's yeah. fine <laughs> you don't have toys we have safety pins <laughs> <laughs> so he so he safety pin this under his pillow mm-hmm. thank god he didn't poke an eye out <laughs> well that's what i was getting at it <laughs> and um they go back downstairs and then soon after they hear really loud crash and uh they run upstairs a bottle of holy water had on that was on the nightstand had hurled itself across the room and smashed against the wall the there was it's working (laughs) i hope so (laughs) uh a bottle or uh, a bookcase that was close to roland's bed had moved like slid across the room and had turned so that it was facing the door like blocking the doorway okay and then um, the crucifix that was safety pinned under his pillow had b- moved all the way to the end of the bed. Okay. And there was like a stool that had like tossed over. Like basically the room was just a mess. Disarray. Yeah. Somebody's um, got to clean that shit up. So so they they continue to come back and pretty much every night because this stuff is happening every night. And they're at this point believing that something that he might be possessed and that they might have kind of sounds like it get permission to do an exorcism so they so basically the catholic church as far as exorcisms go i think i might have explained this when i was talking about ed and lorraine warren but there's like four stages of possession Mm -hmm. so there's demonic infestation Mm -hmm. which is the presence of evil in a location or an object okay there's demonic vexation, which is physical attacks from a demon. There's demonic obsession, which is mental attacks by a demon. And then there's demonic possession, which is when the demon has taken total control of someone's body. Mm, okay. Yeah. So at this point, the two priests have witnessed the first three because yeah. there's been um, the presence, obviously, yeah. of a demon, the, the physical attacks yeah. and the mental attacks. So yeah. they want to basically get in there before... You the reach possession. the fourth stage because they believe that it's almost impossible to exercise someone who's At that been stage. fully possessed. Like even the priest that was speaking the documentary was like, I've done thousands of exorcisms and I think maybe a handful of them have been like stage four, basically where they've been like fully possessed. He's like, it's really difficult. Yeah. If you again, believe in all of that stuff, he's saying it's like, it's very, very difficult once they're already possessed. So if you believe someone's on that track you want to do it as soon as possible so that they don't get to to that stage so that's that's the mindset they were operating with so father bowdern was not familiar with the ritual of exorcisms and i believe this is if i'm remembering the movie correctly i believe there was like a priest in it that the two priests that that are based on these guys Mm -hmm. i believe one of them was like 
I don't know how to do this kind of thing, you know, mm, but okay. the archbishop, I guess, specifically instructed Father Bowdern to do the exorcism. Okay. So he prepared and studied and everything, and he was uh, naturally pretty nervous about it. But yes. um, on March 16th, 1949, the first exorcism was performed. Hey, but, isn't... Oh, no, today's the 17th. I, I know. thought today was the 16th. I, I straight up was thinking about this when I was tracking like the days and stuff. Cause in the documentary they do like day one, day two, but then like sometimes they'll show the dates. So I was going back and I was like, Oh, I'll just open my calendar. Cause it's March right now. And I was like, yesterday would have yeah. been, we should have recorded the then anniversary <laughs> of his extra first exorcism. There's many, There's many, many will follow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It'll get old. It's not quick. just one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so March 16th, Father Bowdern, who was accompanied by Father Bishop and another seminary student who volunteered to assist. Good on you. Because yeah, <laughs> like the like eager beaver in the front of the yeah. class, like, oh, I'll, I'll volunteer. You and then you ass. come and you're like, oh, my God, this <laughs> I kid won't do this for free. Spitting at you, swearing at you, throwing shit at you. Oh, yeah, my God. No. Well, he wanted to go. Yeah. Well, his funeral. <laughs> the Archbishop insisted that they all keep this um, as, you know, like, secretive as they could. They didn't want to draw attention again you have to get permission from the catholic church you have to like there's all these steps you have to prove and everything but i it feels to me like the catholic church doesn't like to advertise what that you know like when someone's being exercised i don't know if it feels i wonder why why, because it seems like a good selling feature it does it feels like where it's like we fight demons you know yeah but maybe they think it's like a deterrent of joining the religion i don't know I don't know. Oh, if you join us, <laughs> you get some good things, but you also might get possessed. So, um, so the yeah, they he insisted they keep this all a secret, and then he insisted that Father Bishop keep a diary. So this okay. is where the diary enters. Basically, this is he, like I said, does a recap of everything he's been told, but then it starts like March sixteenth, and then there's a day to day account of every single day after that. Okay, until the end. So. So, yeah, if you read it, there's, like, every single day. I'm not including every single thing that happened yeah. in every single day. Otherwise, yeah, we'd be here for we'd years. We'd be here for a There'd be four parts or <laughs> ten parts. Um, All right, let's do it. <laughs> but he wanted him to keep a diary at, almost as, like, an instruction manual, sort of, if, like, other priests down the road needed mm-hmm. to look back at their Makes sense. experience. So, sure. sure. during the first exorcism, both priests witnessed the word hell scratched across Roland's chest. And these scratches, they were describing it like someone had almost, it almost looked like a brand, like someone had burned his skin, like seared it, but yeah. from like the inside out. Oh, okay. So it would be like raised rather than indented. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Okay. The, um, different types of like manifestations like that, I guess they were saying that. Manifest. The- <laughs> manifest. Oh, manifest yeah. that shit. <laughs> The devil did manifest yes, he that fucking shit. manifested yeah. the shit out of that. Apparently, it's like the demon or the devil trying to instill fear in, yeah, particularly the priests because yeah. they're the it's ones propaganda. that are coming to try, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you fake <idiots>. news. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were over twenty-five marks that appeared on Roland's body during that first night. Oh, this poor kid. I like, know it's out, and he was like, uh, they said every time this happened, he would be like screaming in pain because it was like literally burning his skin. <sighs> There were four large X's that appeared on his leg and father Bowden. Sign of the devil. We know that. I know. (laughs) Sign of the devil. (laughs) That was a three X's. Now this is four. This is the ultra sign of the devil. Well, father Bowden actually did interpret this as a sign of the devil. He interpreted this as that the like X being like the Roman numeral for 10. Okay. So he said, 
I wonder if this means that like we're gonna have to do this for 10 days straight in order to get rid of this problem sure okay that's what he was speculating about okay so they continued to perform the exorcism and they did this for nine hours until roland collapsed of exhaustion around 7 30 in the morning fair yeah yeah <clears throat> so they started around 10 30 11 and they finished around 7 or 7 30 and he, then he finally went to sleep um after two nights of exorcisms roland started behaving kind of like normal during the day so his family were starting to hope like oh maybe this maybe is working it's working yeah but on the night of day three, during the exorcism, Roland turned into basically like a rabid monster. Oh. Like at one point, he he was... This happens all throughout, but he's spitting at people. He's swearing at people. He's saying yeah. like really profane things, like just really... Nasty. disgusting things yeah. this, is, this is what i mean about the movie like in some some parts we're like oh my god that's atrocious what she said like some of the things in the diary are really atrocious yeah. that he said and they're not word for word in the movie but they're pretty close kind of like, like on the same vein at least similar yeah, yeah. so um at one point it's, they said he, he looked like he was about to like vomit and he points towards the window, like for them to open the window. Yeah. And they're thinking that he might be expelling something. Cause we see that a lot in exorcism movies, but where they like expel uh, the demon priest yeah. accounts of exorcism say that people often do vomit. Cause it's like you're expelling the demon yeah. from your body. Right. But, um, he didn't throw up, but they opened the window and Roland said, he's going, he's going, he's gone. And then he... That fucking demon trickster. He was like, he's gone. And he was excited. And then he they like he was completely normal. They they talk about in the diary him going into these states of like... Normal Possessed states. They call it um, a spell. Okay. That's, that's what the, the priest called it. Okay. When he's under his like a spell oh, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but that he feels was... feels right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. he was co- completely back to normal and he fell right asleep. And but then around 2 a.m., his parents hear Roland start screaming and he says, he's coming back. He's coming back. And then he starts going into these like convulsions and things. And so they had to call the priest back at three 15. They continued the exorcism prayers until Roland fell asleep again at seven 30. That sounds tiring. I'm getting like sleepy. This is what I mean about (laughs) you want to be an exorcist. You want to be an exorcist. No, I need my bedtime. They only do it at night too. So you start at like 11 p.m. and you go for like do it at like through the night 8 a.m. because the devil is sleeping during the day. Uh, But like, come the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Get your shit together, Lucifer. He's nocturnal. (laughs) Well. Is he? Is that setting. proven? <laughs> like, do we man. know for sure? If not, these priests are making it really difficult for themselves. <laughs> yeah, they, they're the ones making it difficult. <laughs> um, so there was a priest in the document, the one I was saying that did, apparently has done thousands of exorcisms. And he was saying that sometimes someone can be possessed by multiple demons. Mm. And so when you start the process of an exorcism, the weakest ones will leave first. But the strongest ones will take a lot more to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So father Bowdern continues the exorcism rituals. They continue to see a lot of disturbing behavior. Uh, one night, here we go. Levitation warning. (laughs) Okay. One night, apparently the entire bed levitated eight inches off the floor. That's quite a bit. And then slam back down on the ground. That's one durable bed frame. Yeah, I know. I know. What is it made of? Concrete? Well, everything was made of solid wood back then. <laughs> solid oak wood. <laughs> um, apparently, in the, this was mentioned in the documentary. It wasn't mentioned in the diary. Apparently, there was a scientist um, named Frank Bubb. 
I like that name. I knew you would love that name. I like it. B-U-B-B, Frank Bubb. Um, that apparently he was there to observe some of this. So he... Just I don't know if out. they wanted to bring in someone who was like... He was, a, he was a scientist and a mathematician. So I don't know if they wanted to bring someone in who was like literally okay. a scientist to be like is there any sort of scientific explanation for this yeah i don't know okay you know what okay that gives it a little bit of like validity yeah and he witnessed this levitation of the bed he said he also witnessed the nightstand levitate off the ground and he he speculated whether it could be some sort of electromagnetism explanation and he mm. said there's so much that we don't know about electromagnetism so I don't really know, but he was going down that path. Okay. I think these okay. priests were like, hey, okay. you do your thing. We're yeah. going to do our you thing. You do that. <laughs> you deal with the you magnets. You see how that works out for yeah. you with your you magnets. You go play with your fridge magnets. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have the we're big just boy gonna stuff g- handled. We're just going to continue our war with the devil right yeah. now. <laughs> so Roland was becoming increasingly volatile and violent as these days went on, even during the day, mm. towards his, like, aunts and uncles and cousins and things like that so the priest suggested that he be moved to another location to finish off the exorcisms and to also give his family a break because i think it was mentioned yeah it was mentioned in the diary that his mom was getting sick oh and she wasn't eating and well she, she was probably wasn't sleeping, sleeping. a lot of these people were not sleeping yeah, yeah just like, stress and everything so she had to go see a doctor and like they were like why don't we move him because it's stressful for everyone involved here so we'll move him to a hospital so they took him to the the rectory at St. Francis Xavier College Church, which is on the campus of St. Louis University. Okay. But I guess, so they started doing the exorcisms there, but again, this is happening at night. So apparently there were students that would be walking the campus at night and stuff, and the lights would be on in the church, and they'd hear like screaming and like banging and like Imagine. things breaking and all this stuff. And they're like, you're like walking home from a college party and you're tripping balls <laughs> and you're like, something's going on. Like, oh in my there. God. Like that sounds like, <laughs> like terrifying. The devil himself is in there. <laughs> yeah. So there was all these like, people are like, what the hell is going on there? Um, so it was drawing a lot of attention, naturally. On <laughs> well, yeah, naturally. <laughs> um, the priest's diaries also talk about how Roland would exhibit unnatural human strength. So when he would get into these like really violent states. I and, also and have unnatural human strength. <laughs> unnatural above or below the... Um, see, every day is different. <laughs> Some days I could lift a car and then other days it's just like... Can't even I'm lift my coffee cup to my mouth. <laughs> no, no, I use a straw. That's actually really dangerous. Don't do that. With coffee? Yeah, any yeah, any yeah. type of like hot liquid. Yeah, I feel like that's like a bad idea. Oh no, you can die. Oh yeah. They're- I just thought like I just mean like I guess I more so was like it gives me anxiety because I'm like I don't know when it's coming and it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, they- you can die. Yeah. Well, if it's like at almost boiling temperature, which usually like that's when you would drink yeah. like tea, right? If you drink it through a straw and it like just goes down your esophagus and it's like still at that like borderline boiling temperature like you can die it's made like i'll find the other couple but like a couple years ago um there was like this like one of those challenges you know mm. happening where it was just like oh can you i can't remember what the challenge was but it was the, the quickest way to kill ourselves yeah, yeah basically and this kid like went to go drink basically boiling water through a straw and it like oh seared his esophagus and like his like stomach lining and everything and he just like essentially like bled from the inside out oh my gosh that sounds it sounds so painful and painful well it does make sense because i guess like well in my program we learn about all the different parts of the mouth and the throat and all and like your tongue and everything and your lips are like that is one of their functions is is to like test temperature temperature. yeah 
to like tell your brain whether it's okay yeah. to eat or not so yeah. if you just like stick a straw in and then just like that kind of bypasses it right yeah. so that that makes sense your tongue is also like the second safety mechanism in that your tongue too. as well like, right so you're yeah. bypassing both of those yeah and it's just not good oh okay yeah. guys well, well we can get that. back yeah i just figured i should say that before somebody tries to go and drink like a really hot coffee with the straw don't do it guys don't do it you've been Becky warned told you not to <laughs> uh so so yes unnatural human strength sorry that's yep. where we were i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well apparently when he would get into these like violent fits and stuff it would take four grown men to hold him down and he's 14 and he's 14 and he was like probably d- small like, like, and like yeah like, underfed like at this point because he's probably not even, yeah he's like, like emaciated at this yeah. point he's it's not like he's like jack those buff 14 year olds you see in like riverdale yeah <laughs> what is what <laughs> are they like, on what the hell what are we feeding them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually 30 yeah yeah <laughs> spoiler alert they're they're in their 40s and on steroids yeah. <laughs> and on steroids he uh yeah so he would often hit or punch the priests he punched one of them <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hell <laughs> i'm going straight to hell <laughs> punch one of them right in the nuts one night okay and he doubled over in pain which is like i that's why i'm going out i know like that sounds you extremely... couldn't even say it <laughs> you were laughing <laughs> and i'm sorry for any of the men listening i know anytime even someone even mentioned that luke, I know, but... luke will like wince he's like oh it's so painful and i'm like i can't even I experience that because i just that type of pain i can't experience but yeah. um apparently he just sacked one of them right in the nuts and the <laughs> other one he hit in the face and broke his nose oh so this is oh. happening yeah. you know these things are happening basically on a nightly basis but this night particular night he really got a few good shots in so uh roland goes back to his uncle's house after a few days at the church on campus because again it was drawing a lot of attention yes (laughs) he was reported as being suspiciously calm and quiet for a few days and i will so this is now technically day 11 Mm -hmm. so the 10 days had passed and father bowdern had talked about well maybe it's going to be 10 days and then and then we'll we'll you know it'll be over so for the next few days he's calm and kind of seemingly like Mm -hmm. getting back to normal so people were hopeful on day 17 from we're starting from march 16th which was the first day so 17 days after that Roland said he wanted to write some things down and he started writing like on his bed sheet with his finger and no one could figure out what he was writing at first. And then he started speaking loud and he said, I will stay 10 days, but will return in four days. Hmm. So father Bowden and father Bishop were called and they came back. They came to the house around 1am cause this was continuing and they gave Roland a pencil and he started writing on a white cloth that was on the head of his bed and he was going into these like trance states and writing and then coming out of it. And, and it, in the diary, it said this happened eight to 10 times that night. And so they recorded all the messages that he wrote. I won't read all of them because some of them aren't super relevant. I'll just read you some of the ones that I thought were more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the cool ones. The cool ones. So he wrote, I will stay 10 days and then return after the four days are up. He also wrote, I am the devil himself. Oh. You will have to pray for a month in the Catholic church. Oh, he drew a that's face that's kind of like a short sentence for you know just being not like sentences and like grammar i mean like sentences and like you gotta do it just for a month like i feel like if the devil was telling me to do something it'd be like a whole year get on your hands and knees yeah and pray. or the rest of your life yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like a month's like no, yeah, yeah, i oh, could probably yeah. squeeze, squeeze that in my schedule <laughs> so uh the, he drew a face and wrote the words dead bishop next oh, to it okay kind of scary yep i'd be scared 
if i was father if Mitchell, i was I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um he also wrote uh you may not believe me then roland will suffer forever okay okay yeah so, creepy mm-hmm. so those were some of the so I think in the movie, they talk about this whole 10 day thing, if I'm remembering correctly, or it could be another exorcism movie that stole this, but, um, where they're like 10 days and they're like, Oh, it's done. But then there's a message like the one Roland wrote where it says, I will stay 10 days and then return after the four days are up. So basically you're going to get minimum four days of a break, Mm -hmm. but then sometime after that, I'm coming back. Yeah. Kind of thing. Maybe we should watch the movie before we record part two. Or we could do a bonus episode review. Yep. Yep. At some point for yep. it. Yeah. We're going to do seven still because everyone voted and we're yes. doing seven. We're doing seven first. But then yeah. we'll do The Exorcist. Okay. It's, oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so pumped now. So. We're going to do 700 bonus episodes. Yeah. Just watch Just for fun. all the movies. Okay. Father Bowdern at this point suggests that maybe Roland should be baptized because again, his family was Lutheran. So he's, he wasn't. But I think you're still baptized as a Lutheran, but not yeah, in I'm not sure. the Catholic baptism sacrament might be different. So yeah. he was like, we should baptize him because at this point, his whole family had converted to Catholicism because they're spending all this time with all these Catholic priests, like, right? Like it's bound to happen. Um, so they thought maybe that would help. So Roland's aunt and uncle and two other relatives are driving him to the church on the day that he's supposed to have receive his baptism. And he's sitting in the front seat and then he just out of nowhere loses it and he starts thrashing around he starts reaching over to try and grab the steering wheel his uncle had to pull over because they were going to crash oh and he's screaming he's like so you think you're going to baptize me and like laughing maniacally and all this stuff and Scary. yeah and so they had to pull over and then they had to pull him into the back seat and like subdue him so they could get to the church they had to drag him out of the car to the church like three or four people like holding him and he's cursing and spitting at everyone and father bowdern demands roland to denounce satan because that's what you do when you're baptized as a baby your parents are supposed to do it for you but um roland's fighting and kicking and well he's being held down by three men and um he tries to baptize him with holy water He ends up doing, I guess, like a condensed version of the sacrament because he's like, I can't, like, we can't hold him down long enough. He's completely rejecting this. Yeah. So they ended up eventually baptizing him, but it was a struggle. Yeah, sounds like it. (laughs) After this incident, a few more days passed with the same type of violent behavior. He's cursing and spitting at his relatives. There was even mention in the diary of gyrating. What? A few times. Okay. And I'm going to mention this as well. I, because I mean, I, I've been known to hit the dance floor and gyrate <laughs> here because and there myself. <laughs> for anyone who's seen the movie, there is some m- movements that could be described as gyrating. Not in a Elvis Presley kind of way, but <laughs> in a demonically <laughs> there's only influenced two, There's only two way. ways. There's the Elvis Presley way and the demonic way. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> it's one or the other. That's a, that's a demonic gyration. <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit the dance floor, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, she's pulling out the demonic." It was gyration. mentioned like quite a few times in the diary, so I was like, "I have to say that." You have um, to. Oh, that's so funny. So he was gyrating and spitting and cursing and and um, 
Father Bowdern was attempting to give him communion a couple of times and he would just like spit it out. He attacked a couple of his family members. He told his little cousin that he was going to die. Oh, no. Like, was mean. just like, you're going to die today. You're going to die today. No, like, just probably like, why? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't want to. Um, so he was just, there was a lot going on. He was causing a lot of stress for everybody. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't want to say Roland. The devil was. The devil. <laughs> Fucking Satan. God damn it. Always <laughs> causing stress for everybody. <laughs> he, I guess, like, he was this superhuman strength was just happening all the time now there was a thing in the diary i don't know exactly i'm trying to picture it maybe he was lying on his back it said he lifted up the very heavy kitchen table with one leg so that's why i'm like was he lying on his back and he just like kicked one leg up and like lifted the entire or was he table standing up? and was just like or was he just like <laughs> or was he like yeah like the nutcracker just the nutcracker <laughs> just <laughs> leg just out <laughs> out <laughs> oh my god you said that that was so good <laughs> leg out a very weird mood today it's the gyrating yeah it's, it's all the demonic gyration <laughs> um so father bowdern suggested that roland and his parents go back to maryland so, i'm and- sorry i just thought of a good nickname for you <laughs> i like, i have a name a nickname for you the gyrating giles <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one okay okay i chuckled to myself i figured can we make t-shirts with that on it yes okay (laughs) i'll do that right now oh man so so he suggested maybe they go back to maryland he said i'll come with you and i'll try and find a place that will except Roland where either I can continue the exorcism or I can find a priest who will continue the exorcism. Cause I think at this point, father Bowdern was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Yeah, like I'm you tired. <laughs> this has been like almost what day What was the last day I had recorded day 17. So like, this Ugh. is probably like day 20. Like this has been a yeah, few, like a couple of over two weeks now, That's a almost long three weeks. So that's, yeah, that's exhausting. And also father, father Bowdern was, was saying that like Roland should also maybe receive some medical help because he wasn't eating no he was stressed he was just withering away so he needed physical medical attention as well as intervention from yeah. the church so as well as like religious intervention <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. that's kind of where i think we'll end it here because they're leaving st louis they're leaving st louis you like looked like you were gonna say more and i saw you change your face like no they're just leaving they're leaving st louis they're going back to maryland and we're leaving it here and we're gonna leave it here yes, yes. i think that's a good place to stop those that the thought process was fun to watch i think for me yeah <laughs> well especially because in my notes like it just went to the new page and it was like stop here <laughs> I know. I always like I kind of forgot I was stopping. I've done that before in previous episodes where like it'll be on like a separate page, like hidden. But I'll be like, yeah. And then so we're stopping right here and right this second. <laughs> like no warning. <laughs> and and it scares end. even me. <laughs> so oh yeah, that's that seemed like a good place for me to stop. They're yeah. they're getting on a train. They're going back to Maryland. Yeah. And we will continue this when we continue this <laughs> next yeah next, next week you'll get next part episode. two you'll hear what happens uh, to roland and the priests yeah. and everything in the meantime yeah. if you want to go watch the exorcist like yeah. great movie highly recommend do it because we're gunsta it's it's yeah. crazy it's like shit hits the fan in that movie <laughs> like quite literally poop will like hit your fan <laughs> yeah. and then fly all over bodily the fluids just all over everywhere the place. Yeah. yeah it'll be like me watching what was it secret garden or secret window i can't remember what it's called but just wet in the bed just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be like me and wet your bed tonight.
<laughs> if you have any control over if you that. have any control <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah and then we got some other good episodes coming up too how are you feeling so far about your future as an exorcist um tired <laughs> I feel, <laughs> do you feel like you've done this? Like you've gone through this with yeah. them? I felt so, like that reading the diary. I yeah. was like, oh my God, every freaking day def- of yeah. this. Like, I feel like if it was during the day, no problem. <laughs> no problem. As soon as it gets in the way of my sleep, I'm out. I have my bedtime routine and ain't nobody fucking with that. No. The second no. someone tries to disturb my bedtime routine, I'm well, like, I'm. And these guys are on call. Like multiple times. No. They're like, oh, they had to like leave and then come back at three in the morning. No, my phone's on do not disturb. <laughs> you cannot call me. You're like, sorry. Yeah, but you're dealing with it on your own. Lucifer, you can have him. Yeah, not today, Satan. <laughs> it's just not happening. It's just not happening. Yeah, so i i agree it's yeah. not uh it's, it's not a it could calling be a i would job choose for me it's not my night job <laughs> you're gonna be though. a day exorcist yeah my friend always has this joke about how she like her dentist is like he um he only works at night it's like a it's like oh. a nighttime like a night night hour dent like it's just only in the hours of the night i don't know, you know the what? exact That's, hours the, honestly that sounds extremely lucrative we always call it the night dentist she's like yeah i'm going to see the night dentist and we're like That's that actually so sounds funny creepy, though i know what if he's like a vampire probably is yeah he's but the, i do feel like i see i see i see the business model in that because like because there's no so dentists people... are open in the evening and weekends yeah so... it's like outside of business yeah hours. and you know what that dentist is sitting there like <laughs> i got your wallets <laughs> like <laughs> and your soul <laughs> and also all of your teeth <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah so we got bonus episodes coming up. We got Paul, uh, Bernardo and Carla Homoka coming up. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Don't be. <laughs> it's. <sighs> no, I'm excited to hear you tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm excited no. to, you know. No, I know that. You know. But it's just like, oh God. Yeah. That's why it's a rough these one. Especially because are... it's local. It's very. Yeah. Oof. There was a lot of. Yeah. You know what? We'll get into it then. I'm not even going to fucking show. I'm going to get all fired up. My and... parents and like Luke's parents always talk about that like yeah. when when it's mentioned they're like oh like just seeing it on the news yeah. they were like that was horrifying yeah fuck okay we're gonna get into that mm-hmm. soon soon yeah after we wrap up after we wrap this. our old buddy roland yeah roland roland ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, now i'm gonna go watch some shit's creek me too it's part of my bedtime routine it's gonna help me get out of this mm. mindset yeah i have to watch something feel good before bed absolutely i'll watch a true crime documentary like probably two of them mm-hmm. and then i'll like oh what was it last night we were watching the tinder swindler we started it oh yeah did you yeah and and then there's like a few parts where like the girls are like on the phone like crying like begging him to like answer and send their money back oh. and drew's in bed like this is really stressful can you please turn this off <laughs> and i was like actually yes i just got really stressed out too yeah it's just like people begging for their money and it's just like oh, oh, oh. that's so sad <laughs> yeah so yeah i usually have to put on just like yeah shit's creek yeah i'll put on shit's creek or i'll put or on like, superstore or friends yeah. friends was obvious friends, friends i would put on before bed for like 10 years friends i can so like fall asleep to any i always like, put it on but, or just, the office or something oh, so yeah. one of yeah. those fun not that anyone gives a shit about our bedtime routine you guys don't want to know what we're doing yeah. <laughs> we're gonna bed yeah here we are we're like really excited to share this with you guys i think it's because it's like nighttime and we're like we're I gonna know, I'm, go to bed I'm, like soon. looking at the clock I'm like fuck yeah my routine's gonna start in 20 minutes <laughs> exactly nine o'clock <laughs> uh okay right, well well so yeah on that note sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed
And if you ever want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to howtonotgetkilled at gmail.com. Or you can DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at howtonotgetkilled. And you can follow us on Twitter at H2NGK. And you can also check out our website and shop our merch at www.howtonotgetkilled.com. Thanks for listening. Keep it slicing. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs> Listen to you next week. See you. You'll hear us next week. Bye. Bye. I don't know. Bye. <laughs>